And the thing with these three pillars, with the presentation, the storytelling, and the branding, they all go together. You present your brand in a certain way. You present your stories in another way. Your stories and how you tell them, it's going to show what your brand is about, or it's going to present your business. You know, so that's why I'm creating these three as the pillars for keeping clever. Welcome to the Secured and Happy Lifestyle Podcast, the show that's designed for parents with kids and families in business. Those who are looking to sustain and grow their business while protecting their legacies. This show is where we share best practices based from experience and real-life success. It guarantees to give you value and lesson. And this is brought to you by Coach Ayek. Risa Cantoracket is. There you go. Okay. <laughs> well, I grew up just, you know, with my sister. So it was just the two of us. We're used to being around huge families. Mm-hmm. But for us, it was just me and Alexa. And that's it. And so we grew up as best friends, best friends and sisters, obviously. Mm-hmm. And then yeah, right around the beginning of the pandemic, so mm-hmm. 2019 to 2020 she was dating this guy and it went very well and right around the time that I had started keeping clever she and this guy got very serious and a couple of months later he asked her to marry him oh and how did you feel (laughs) I was so excited I was ecstatic I was already out of the workforce and I was going full throttle onto keeping clever and so I had just freshly left my job and I was just dive all of my time and my energy into keeping clever building it branding it marketing it to the world but then I realized it was only making a sufficient amount of money for sustaining myself right I already had the notion that I wanted to help my sister with her wedding. Okay. Yeah, that's the reason. So you becoming an events planner for her, is it? Pretty much. (laughs) So I was looking for any kind of part-time job that I could find. So it's like I could still kind of manage my time a little bit with keeping clever and then also make some money on the side. So that way I can put that money into her wedding. But then (laughs) what ended up happening was there's this huge job shortage everywhere or uh, not a job shortage it was like the jobs were full blast but the employees were leaving because of COVID you know they were already getting these checks so they're thinking okay you know what I don't really have to work I'm getting these great unemployment checks so I'm just gonna stick with that Mm -hmm. but then anybody who was in the workforce was suffering for it so I originally went for a part-time job what is that to help out in a local old folks home, I have cooking skills. So I was like, okay, well, I can apply these cooking skills over there. And I know I'd be helping someone out and I would feel more comfortable with that. Right. And then when I come home, because I like cooking, I wouldn't be so drained and I would still be able to apply my time and energy into KC. But then I ended up spending 60 plus hours a week, every week with them. And so when I came home, I was wiped out. I would just be like, (laughs) doing whatever for my sister, and then I would pass out. (laughs) And so Keeping Clever had taken a little bit of a step back. I was doing some writing on the weekends or any of the days that I actually had off. 
I was trying to write down everything that I could that I was thinking of that I wanted to put into it. That's great. But so you really write your own content, right? Or do you I do everything? Oh, oh wow. Amazing. Amazing. So you don't have any partner on this keeping clever business. It's just soul you. 100% mm-hmm. you. Okay, great. At the moment. So, <laughs> yeah, why not? So why keeping clever? Why name it that way? It's catchy, by the way. Thank you. Very nice. It's very nice. Well, I originally called it keeping clever because when I first started it, I wanted it to be kind of to help already established entrepreneurs maintain what they're doing. At first, this was a complete I don't know why I did it kind of thing, but I'm glad I tried. Yeah. It was e-commerce. And so I was selling items, unique items that I found would be in any way helpful to an entrepreneur. It would help them maintain what they're doing. It would help them keep clever in a sense at what their business was. So like, let's just say that you're always on your computer all the time. Right. And you have to write down everything, your meetings. Mm-hmm. I was trying to find devices that would make it so it'd be easier for you, helpful for you. Like the blue light glasses, obviously. That one's always very helpful. Oh, nice. So you're doing research I, as well. I was very doing absurd. a lot of research. I found okay. keyboards that you could stash inside of your purse and it would laser project onto any desk. If you forgot your laptop, you could still type it out. That one actually was pretty helpful for me for a while. But then there was a time when I was helping out this one friend. Mm -hmm. He had his own business. And so we got on the phone and then I was just helping him with some answering some questions about like my own formulas for like what I do for my branding, how I promote on Instagram and stuff like that. And then he just stopped. Like while I'm talking, he's just like, oh my gosh, just like, what's going on? Are you Okay. Riza, you need to start doing this. What are you talking about? Because you're we're doing something good. Right and you're not aware of it? I like had no idea. Oh, you're and just so enjoying what you're doing. Yeah. Yeah. He, and he was like, Riza, you got to start like promoting yourself as a coach. You right. need to start teaching this stuff. And I I did not want to be a coach. <laughs> I, I felt like that would take up way too much time. And I didn't have that kind of time anymore. And... I liked his idea, though, because I realized this is something I'm very comfortable doing. I like knowing that I'm helping somebody in some way, but I would like to somehow do it in an, a more efficient way where I feel like I'm, I'm branching out and I'm getting maybe 10 people instead of one at a time. And so from there, Keeping Clever kind of diverged and mm-hmm. it was helping me keep clever as well. And I started to work a little bit more on these three pillars that I excel in, and that is branding. So I help learn how to create your own brand and market it for mm-hmm. pennies because right. I was broke when I made this. So, Right, but yeah. this is where you earn your keep and you're enjoying yeah. what you are doing, right? It's my flow. Like you found your flow. You got to work with it. You got to keep clever at Correct. it. I know, right? That's yeah. that's great. I like it. I Thank like you. it. You mentioned three pillars. What's the second pillar? The second pillar is storytelling. Okay. 
So Alexa and I growing up, we had this notion that we were going to be going into Hollywood or independent film companies. And so we spent years and years and years learning to tell stories and tell them efficiently. Why don't you I've, make your own webinar, for example? Have you thought about doing I like, that? I yeah, like that idea. I, I am yeah. curious what the audience would look like, though, because I've been working on coursework. Mm-hmm. And at the moment, I'm also creating some short YouTube episodes. So I can put all this into a YouTube channel. And so people could just find it. And then right. hopefully it'll help them. Oh, maybe. I do like the idea of doing a webinar. Right, a webinar and make modules and probably if you're really not into coaching somebody because it's taking time, maybe you can just create content and let them consume it via mm-hmm. YouTube or like a webinar so that they can earn something out of it. It's just, This is so mm-hmm. nice. This is like a discovery call of sorts. <laughs> but I'm really enjoying what you're saying because you, you know that you got things figured. And maybe just because you're enjoying something doesn't mean Mm -hmm. that you cannot earn from it. And it has to be somebody out of the box to see how you can make use of what you have in store. Like, I like it when you say that you do a lot of research and you're very observant. And I think an entrepreneur should be like that because another way of putting your creativity into the flow is really to how can I make things work for other people? And that's yes. exactly what Keeping Clever is about, right? It's so exactly. nice. Yeah, nice. Yes, All right, I'm you. so excited. What's the third pillar about? All right. The third pillar is personal presentation. Okay. So you know how you see somebody in an airport, for instance, mm-hmm. and they're dressed in a suit or it's a lady and she's dressed very sharply. Yeah. Automatically just respect that person. Like you want to give them some space. But you're kind of in awe a little bit of like how they're carrying themselves, how they're walking, what they're wearing and stuff like that. Or on the flip side, (laughs) something a little bit more relaxed. You see somebody who's, I don't know, walking to your coffee shop and they're completely in their pajamas. Very comfortable. (laughs) Very comfortable. Right, right. right. (laughs) It's like it's an automatic reaction. Mm -hmm. And the thing with these three pillars, with the presentation, the storytelling, and the branding, they all go together. You present your brand in a certain way. You present your stories in another way. Your stories and how you tell them is going to show what your brand is about, or it's going to present your business. You know, so that's why I'm creating these three as the pillars for keeping clever. And I'm actually creating some courses right now along with that YouTube channel. Amazing, so, amazing. I'm really looking forward for that. And Riza, I know that you're also very, well, a little bit cautious about how things are. And mm-hmm. I wish that you started like right away so that people can uh, look forward to what you're up to. Maybe later on, you can tell us what your social handles are, like your Instagram, your YouTube, mm-hmm. and your website. But I'm also curious to know if ever Keeping Clever has been in the mainstream for a year now or less than a year? Um, just about two years. Two yeah. years. Okay, great, great. Mm-hmm. And then it's really full throttle last year, right? As you mentioned. It was full throttle from the beginning. And then last year, while my sister was engaged, okay. for that yeah. entire year span, that's when I had to back away because of my actual nine to five job. Well, that was more like 6 to 6 p.m. job, but you know what I mean. (laughs) 
<laughs> yeah. Anyway, that's also one way to also gain and uh, probably collect content. It is when you step a little bit and then you see what others mm-hmm. are up to and then probably the viewers whom you are trying to attract will consume that content later on. Mm-hmm. I'm curious also to know how are your friends or how they are attracting Keeping Clever? How are they getting attracted to it? And do you have a target niche for, for this? You mentioned entrepreneurs. Yes. Specifically is entrepreneurs. More, I would gear towards anybody who's wanting to start a business. Okay. And they're just not really super sure what they're doing so the or what's the first step. Yeah. Okay. So it's startups. Yeah. And then Otherwise, I would also say anybody who wants to maybe rebrand. So if they're kind of on the smaller side, like I, I don't think what I know is the right fit for somebody who's already a big business or a great company or anything like that, because what I'm teaching, it is a lot of DIY. So I am showing like how you can do this. Or, I mean, hey, if you have a small team, you can give my coursework to one of your members of your team say, okay, learn this. This okay. is what we got to do. But can they also consult, for example, for Keeping Clever? Like, for example, they, they consume your content and then they, they wanted to still have guidance for a team, for a small group. Who can they, say, assign to that specific line, branding and marketing side of things? Can they contact Keeping Clever in, in that case? for probably mentoring or for some inputs or insights on what they're doing? Well, I had been doing some consulting originally. Mm-hmm. I've closed that since then. So it would have to be kind of a special case for me to jump onto a project like that. Mm-hmm. But yes, if they wanted to contact me at all, I have all the contact information on the page on the website. All righty. Are you also in Facebook or LinkedIn? I'm on both. I've oh, right, every social media. So if it's not keeping clever, it's so you, Yeah. You won't miss any of her very creative content because I've seen your website. It's nice. It's like you're <laughs> browsing a coffee table book and it's just really there. That's why I asked if it's all you or do you have people contributing to the content? It's all me. So if anything, there is a page in my resources on the mm-hmm. website where it's all coaches who I would recommend, uh, coaches okay. who you can actually go to for one-on-one coaching, group coaching, or maybe they just even have some coursework that I think could benefit anybody. So I would put those in there. And that I want to say is probably the strongest partnerships that I have with Keeping Clever at the moment because it's a two-way street. Right. They promote Keeping Clever. I promote them because I firmly believe in what they're teaching. And when I made the page, I would show it to them before I post it. What do oh, you God, think? That's great. That's great. That's great. I, I like that idea, having to help somebody and then they help you back because of the things that you actually agree on. I am mm-hmm. also a big fan of outsourcing things that I am not an expert on. I think it's costly and it'll take time. And time is uh, money. So if I don't know how to like project on the camera or create yeah. content, I'd rather have someone do it for me and make it really superb so that I can mm-hmm. focus on what I can do best. I like it. I, I like how you, you do your business. What is the biggest challenge you face as an entrepreneur? Aside from having to backtrack for some personal reasons, have you identified anything at all like, 
did COVID affect at all how how you make things? Or because it's digital, there's really no an interruption? Or did you find going out because it's a little restricted at this time that you find it bad for your business? I feel like my challenges are probably a little bit different than some others. <laughs> So one of my challenges, because I do have a lot of video that needs to be filmed for the coursework Mm -hmm. and then also for these YouTube channels, my biggest challenge is silence. Trying to find good silence because I have two basset hounds and they are very energetic. And so sometimes, I don't know if you're hearing them at all. I'm trying to make sure like you can't. It can be kind of loud sometimes and it gets through on my recordings. So one of my things would probably be finding a good time of the day when you actually have good lighting, when you have that silence and then just powering it all out at once, just doing it all. And then another thing is avoiding distractions. Yeah. How young are you? Are you on your mid twenties or mid twenties? I actually just hit 25. Oh, you turned quarter of a century. <laughs> I know. <laughs> That's great. I've got three more to go. <laughs> There's so much to learn. And I think that you have been contributing a lot to your community or your circle or your forums since the day that you started and discovered that you have talent on this. I'm excited. What forums are you part of or what communities are you part of? Do you have any? Communities? Yeah, yeah. Communities in, in the cyber world. Do you have any hmm. where, where you stay, like you hang out? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Aside from being part of the gamer world, because yeah. <laughs> that's where I release my steam at the end of the day. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. There is a women's group on Facebook that I would recommend to anybody. There's two, actually. Okay. The first one is a free group. It's called Women Entrepreneurs Network or something like that. Okay. W-N-E or something. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that one's it. It's very helpful. They don't ask that everybody promotes their stuff 24-7 because it's such a big group. And that I completely understand and respect because if everybody were posting as much as they wanted to, it would be nothing but a huge advertisement group. I know. Yeah. So what this one is, and I completely recommend it for any female entrepreneur who's watching, is you can join and you can ask questions. You can go on there and you can find somebody who's going through the same struggles that you are. And then maybe just watch that comment thread and you're going to find some good answers in there. You never would have thought of yourself. Okay. That's and great. And I think I'm part wonderful. of that group. <laughs> I think I'll I'm part of that group. <laughs> yeah, please do. And we'll include it here also. Uh, what's the other one? The um, other one actually is a paid group, Okay, but I do recommend it because I learned a lot in, I was only in there for maybe six to seven months mm-hmm. and I learned so much. I would go back. Actually, okay. I should go back now that I think about it. And that <laughs> is the Boss Babe Society. A Boss Babe. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I heard that about That is a very good one. So that group, they actually, because you're part of the society where they have, it's a membership group. Mm-hmm. So you have all these templates for different things. They Shoot, they even give you wallpapers for your phone, for your laptop, these little little perk up kind of things. And yeah. then you also have these ebooks that might mm-hmm. help you. They give you books of suggestions, web classes, their interviews with some pretty big name entrepreneurs. Mm-hmm. 
there is a lot you can pick up from there. And then just like the free group that I was mentioning, yeah, these women, these incredible women who are also already business owners, they will go into this private group and they'll ask their questions about certain things that you can learn or certain things that they're struggling with. And these are people who have already been in business for a little while, people who are just starting out just like we are. And they're also mm-hmm. going through the same thing. So they're sharing their input, their experience, and their advice. And I think that's the best way to learn as well and to network. Especially now that we're all virtual, we don't just do business via phone or email. For me, it's comfortable and it's so convenient to be in a forum we're in, even if they're mm-hmm. off different time zone, because it's different insight that they provide you. Like what you're yeah. telling me now, that's already a learning experience. And I'm curious about what do you think is the most fascinating part of starting a business or keeping clever what is the most thing that's fulfilling for you you did mention about helping other people mm-hmm. have you met friends in the forums that you joined that i you, have face to face with them already oh have no we okay. haven't met face to face some of them are in other countries some of them are just very very far away from me but we have done like zoom calls and stuff like that and like we're still connected And I I do really appreciate them because some of them have given me some of the best ideas I never would have come up with myself. But they're the kinds of ideas that I would love to run with. So I find that to be very fulfilling. And I would want to do something like that for someone else. So kind of like that first friend that I had been mentioning early on. Right. That was the Kickstarter for Keeping Clever. Mm -hmm. And knowing that I had helped him Mm -hmm. by just showing him what I would do on a normal day. And then I'm going to be putting that kind of information and more into my courses and my YouTube channel. That right there is pretty fulfilling because I know even if I'm not seeing it, even if I'm not hearing it, at least one other person is going to have a similar reaction to him. Right. And people are watching that. Yeah. Yeah. If you don't get a like on your page or on your personal timeline, people are still watching you. So even if they don't put any reaction, I'm sure that you're already helping them because of the contents that you do. And what can you advise for aspiring entrepreneurs? We both come from an employment and employment Mm -hmm. experience, right? And for me, the employment part is really more of sticking to the schedule. You have time. The time is not yours. But you Mm -hmm. have the fixed salaries and stuff, the benefits, and you don't have to think about the standards that has to be placed on the job or on the work that you do. But as an entrepreneur, I have the freedom to have my own time. Mm -hmm. Well, we don't own time, but, you know, be flexible with time and Mm -hmm. prioritize which activities are more value adding and not. And I think the most fascinating thing about being an entrepreneur, and this is what I will tell the aspiring entrepreneurs out there as well, listening and watching, is that when you think of something, and because I have a lot of ideas as well myself, sometimes I cannot contain. That's why I ask for forums, because I know that if people will hear the ideas that I will be telling, probably they'll put it into action. And those are the things that are hindering me back in corporate or back in the employment period Mm -hmm. that I had back in the day. What I tell is just to just go with the flow, as you mentioned, and action on the ideas that you have. And you wouldn't know Mm -hmm. who will you help along the way because there are people who might be struggling 
And from your experience, you can actually tell the story as to how you, you know, arise from it, how you overcame mm-hmm. it. But what are the advices that you have for new or startups or aspiring entrepreneurs? Okay, well, aside from action, because action speaks louder than words. So you can say you're going to do something, but you don't do any. You take that action, just like you said. And I completely agree with that. Another one I would honestly say is to write everything down. Like there have been ideas that I would just, let's, for instance, I have this idea in the shower and then I get out and I don't even think to write it down. So I completely forget about it by the end of the day. I know, right? And then when I'm in bed, I'm like, oh, I had an idea. And I know it was so good. What was it? That is a feeling I don't wish on anybody. (laughs) So if you have an idea, write it down, like make a note in your phone. Even if you haven't started yet, if you have ideas of what you want to do, just even make like a bullet list, like just a quick little list. So it just like jogs your memory. It's those key words Mm -hmm. that will remind you of exactly what you were thinking not too long ago. Even if you just did that, I think that would be great. And then another thing is anytime you're doing something fun, I would recommend listening to an audiobook at the same time. I love audiobooks. I mean, I love books because yeah. of the fresh pages, but audiobooks have feelings, you know. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Make me so, remember I mean, the key takeaways. That's what I yeah. love audiobooks. And Maybe so, we should share audiobooks. <laughs> I'll send you some of mine. <laughs> Great. But, Great. But I mean, this is something really helpful for me, at least. So it's like I was saying earlier, gaming is something that I do a lot. And I know it's not the most productive thing I could be doing for my time at all. Right. I could be reading a book and I love the feeling of turning the pages and, you know, like seeing how far you've gotten in the book. It's fantastic. But you do still need to do something to relax yourself at the end of the day. Otherwise, you are going to burn out and you don't want that. But if you also want to be yeah. productive, you can play an audiobook at the same time and you're learning as you're doing this fun thing or while in traffic. Yeah. It's actually the while reason why I went to podcasting because I wanted to, while driving, for example, well, here in the Phils, traffic yeah. is everywhere until, well, pre COVID. So that's what I wanted to have the conversation that very light. It's like having coffee with somebody and learning a lot. Mm -hmm. But you mentioned something about organizing your thoughts and writing it down. Do you use Evernote or Notion? What do you use usually? Usually I will just be using my phone and then I'll take screenshots and send it to myself on Messenger and email. So that way I have it in multiple places. And then additionally, I'll use Google Docs. Google Docs. Originally, okay. I was using WordNote, but then I noticed that a lot of my documments would just disappear. And I okay. detested I that because it from there's a anywhere. lot of effort you put into each one. And it's like, right. <laughs> and you forget your password. I am bad with passwords. I know, oh, right? Yeah. Sometimes no, I, I don't like before I sleep at night, this is what I have as a tip for, for people who are always on the go. I record myself. Number one, this is the task that you will do first thing in the morning. And then I'll send it to myself. And then I do the there checklist. Yeah. But that's great. That's great. Anything else that you would like to give a tip to other people who are probably in the same boat as you or somebody's already there? already existing but somehow is still looking for continuous improvement or something of fresh insight from somebody as keeping clever i would just say 
if you feel like you're kind of in a monotonous kind of state Mm -hmm. and you want to go from A to B, you want to be moving forward, as you said, right? just keep looking for it and just keep driving towards it. Because if you're thinking about it and you're feeling like you're stuck, then you probably are, honestly. Like, it's not really fun to say or to hear that, but it might just be a little bit of that push that you need. You just need to get over that wall and actually start looking towards it. Start talking to other people, learn what you can, look at your own experiences and what skill sets you have. This is just going to be a small example for me. I felt like I had hit a wall and I didn't really know what to do. And then I was talking to some friends. I was talking to my sister. I was talking to my boyfriend. And then they actually had this idea that I should take something fun and try to monetize it something that I like to do and monetize it. And so I started to sell some of my paintings as stickers. Wow. You paint too? I paint. I do watercolor paintings. Wow. And so they had, they had the idea. I wouldn't have considered this, but because I was talking to people and I was being honest and open about how I was feeling, what I was thinking, Mm -hmm. they had this new driving idea that gave me a little bit more excitement and a little bit more of a push towards what I was doing. And so now I'm incorporating it into keeping clever, which excites me. I, anytime I get an order that excites me, I'm happy. I'm overjoyed that I'm seeing, I'm physically seeing something that I have done helping somebody else. Right. And from what I'm getting from you, if you're a brilliant freelancer, entrepreneur, or a startup, you should be Mm. keeping clever. You should visit (laughs) You know, I am so excited that you mentioned about you paint watercolor medium. I hope Mm. that you can put it in your website. Maybe part of the gallery or, you know, the backdrop. I don't know what you're painting it, but it's so nice. And maybe you can earn also from it. Yeah. <laughs> merch you gave me a great idea I know <laughs> right so so just to recap this interview guys I'm so excited for Riza for for having to tell us so many things about her journey and keeping clever there are three things as key takeaway and those that I took note okay so have a beautiful brand for yourself and if you don't know how or if you don't know yet what you're good at, maybe ask people from for your, from your forums or from your friends, your small circles, how they perceive you as a person and your business. The second would be engage the audience by having a very meaningful content that they can use. So I'm thinking based from experience is really good content, especially if you personally undergo or underwent that certain part of your life and then learn something from it. You just have to take notes. Okay, so the third one is to really just be there and take action. So Riza, all the three things that I have key takeaway from tonight, from Manila time and the morning <laughs> in Michigan. Yes, I am very happy that we have this conversation and I hope our viewers and our listeners in the Secured and Happy Lifestyle Podcast also learn some from this episode. So please have your social handles mentioned so that we can also put that in our narratives here in the podcast. Mm -hmm. All right. So my personal handle will be at Riza K. That's Riza, R-I-Z-A-K-A-Y. And then for my business, Keeping Clever, that is at keeping.clever. 
Okay. And you are also in YouTube, right? LinkedIn. And your website is? Yeah. So uh, my website is keepingclever.com. And then I would actually just recommend you go straight there. And then you can find all of the social links. It'll just make things so much easier for you. Great. That's great. We look forward to your reason. We wish you more ideas and more people to help. And I hope that Keeping Clever will go a long way. I thank you so much for taking this call, even if it's too early there where you're at. And I am happy to finally, finally met you. So for those who are listening on this podcast, please drop a line, a comment, or maybe you can download and share this episode with your friends and follow us in Facebook page, Coach Ayet. We also have it in YouTube and in Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Until next time, BizMates, and this has been Coach Ayed. Thank you, and may we all have a secure and happy lifestyle. Until next time, BizBuds, don't forget to visit my website, CoachAyet.com, and follow me in Facebook, Coach Ayet. Visit our company website, xdtncompany.com. Keep soaring to new and higher heights of productivity and profitability. Remember to live a secured and have a happy lifestyle.